So you know what we're talking about? I never know what we're talking about. Hi, I'm just here for beer. You know, that non-renewable energy. Yeah, that I don't have any of. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're talking about. You guys are too busy. You're supposed to be on the path to FI. It's supposed to be about designing your life. <laughs> I'm doing a terrible Are thing. we already starting the episode? Welcome to the Financial Independence Garage, where we share the tools to improve your finances and unfold the roadmap to financial independence. Good evening. You, you almost lost it there. I, yeah, <laughs> you, well, we, we were laughing before I hit the record button. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, welcome again, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Money Mechanic with you, the accountant here, and the economist. And not quite as fun tonight. We're back on the Zoom machine, not in person, yeah. but uh, that's the way it goes. We do have our beer, though. We do have a beer. and I'm, Fun uh, beer. Fun graphics, fun alcohol content. The alcohol content on this is high. And fun because it's free. Why don't you, uh, Connors, why don't you start off by uh, how we got this beer? Well, I think uh, Kevin bought us around, didn't he? He did. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. I should also note that I am still trying to find the beer that was requested that I drink for the round that was bought for me. Oh, you're just kind of subtle drop there that you also got bought a beer. <laughs> uh, well, I've, I've mentioned you. it before, but the reason I have not drank it on the show <laughs> is that I cannot find that beer in a Victoria liquor store at the moment. Well, let's stick to thanking Kevin. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Wiley Weasel. It's <laughs> not Wiley Weasel. <laughs> okay. So well, it's Wiley Wolverine. Whoops. Yeah. Listen. So, yeah, he bought us around. So, thanks a lot. He also requested that we drink Wiley Wolverine, which is Balderdash Brewing Company. So, it says surprisingly smooth, ferociously strong, and it is 8%. But it's also delicious. Really? You don't like it? I'm not a huge fan. It just okay. tastes like a pretty a macro brew lager, you know? I'm not. Okay. So I actually did some research because we had a listener comment from our Salmon Pack episode where they enjoyed the little bit of trivia that I was able to come up with for the beginning of the show. So okay. this may be the most useful thing people hear on this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably accurate. <laughs> So Balderdash Brewing, right? Because the can says that it's uh, it's a craft beer, okay? Yeah. So I did a little digging, and of course, the Balderdash Brewing website says that it's 100% locally owned and brewed. And because on the can, it says Vancouver, British Columbia, I believe, right? Balderdash yes, Brewing, Vancouver, BC, right? Yeah. So, you're, so yeah. you're thinking, oh, that's pretty good. And then it says that Balderdash Brewing, it's a true labor of love, brewing great Beer for hardworking people, blah, blah, blah. Our, ha- our team is uh, hand-selected for their love. So you're thinking, hey, this is a craft brew, right? Sure. But you'd be wrong. Well, I noticed when I went on their website, I couldn't find their address. Exactly. So I found, now, just to throw it out there for the listeners, the we did actually have Sneaky Weasel, which is Kevin's other favorite beer, when he was on the show. Right. Okay, so that's also Balderdash Brewing. So the article I found that we'll stick in the show notes is called The Case of the Sneaky Weasel. (laughs) But but this relates wholly to the beer we're drinking as well because it's the same brewery. Have you guys heard of Shadow Brands? Yes. I think somebody brought them up on the show even. Or maybe it was a pre-show talk. Yeah. Well, this was something the accountant and I found when we were traveling in Ontario for Camp Mustache. We were sitting sampling a few beers at a brewery and 
kind of unbeknownst to us, they, we got chatting with the guy and he said, basically they brew under license beers from like across the country. Like our Phillips Bluebuck was brewed yeah, in that- Ontario under license. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's a little bit different. That's um, contract brewing. Mm-hmm. So this one, what I found out from this article is that a shadow brand like Balderdash Brewing, it doesn't really exist. It's not really a brewery. It's a brand that's owned by a larger conglomerate. And so what it is, is this is actually owned by Northam Group. And Northam Group also owns Whistler Brewing and Bullen Island Brewing, which I didn't know. Okay. It turns out, yeah, I mean, it turns out this is brewed in Kamloops, so it is local, but basically what they've done is he said, I won't read the whole article here, but so basically he says that they're, they created a brand that they want to promote to uh, value-based purchases. Right, because it's, it's cheap. Yeah, this is, a, this is for value drinkers. This, a six-pack of this is for under $8. Yeah. Right? What a deal. What a, a deal. pack of 8% for under and $8. And the artwork. <laughs> the artwork <laughs> now do we think that kevin got this for us because it's eight percent and he wanted to get us a little drunk so we'd say dumb things on the show they don't always have to be drunk to say dumb things <laughs> well that's true well that's we have true. to ask we got to have him back on the show and we'll ask him these questions yeah. yeah yeah we will anyway i just thought it was really interesting because i hadn't really looked into what shadow breweries are before and in this case Baldash brewing it exists in name only and right. it is brewed in British Columbia, but it's similar to, you know, if you're from BC, you've probably heard of Caribou or Hell's Gate or Big Surf Brewing, also value brands. Yeah. And they're, they're brewed by Pacific Western Turning Point and Prohibition Brewing, respectively. And so it's just one of those things is they so, create a brand so that it distinguishes itself from their other value products. So who's right. brewing, brewing the Balderdash? Well, it's Northam Corp, the Northam conglomerate, what are they called here? Hold on, where so Whistler and Bowen Island beer all comes from Kelowna? Kamloops. Kamloops, sorry? They all, they all come from this one brewery okay. where they brew uh, these different labels as they Interesting. Are. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that's a little misleading that Whistler Brewing Co. is not brewed in Whistler, isn't it? Well, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's the whole point about these, the murky underworld of shadow brands. Yeah. <laughs> shadow brands. <laughs> I took, I took that from the article here, but it is, a, it yeah. is kind of a different, like, here's another one for you guys. You probably didn't realize and neither did I that Stanley Park Brewing doesn't actually exist. There's no Stanley Park Brewing. It's Turning Point brand and it's also owned by Labatt. Oh, okay. Yeah. There, I see. Kind of like Rickards. Yeah, like exactly. Rickards. Yep. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, there's your interesting trivia for the show with Balderdash Brewing that is not brewed, well, it's brewed in Kamloops, I guess, by the Northam Group. Anyway, this, this is a very drinkable beer at Absolutely. 8% it, for yeah. $8. It's not offensive at all. You yeah. know what? The Sneaky Weasel is better, in my opinion. The sneak, I will agree. The Sneaky Weasel I do like better than this, but I well, mean. Well, that's because you like an IPA better than a lager. Or is this, sneak- what is the Sneaky Weasel? The sneaky weasel is a lager. Yeah, it's oh, a lager. it's a lager too. Okay. It's lager, but it's yeah, it's more like a, I think it's a six percent or something like that. It's, right. It doesn't quite have as much mouth feel. Yeah, as chew, <laughs> much chewiness. <laughs> this is like a chewy beer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, our bias a beer page is back and fully functional. Eh? It certainly is. So if anybody else out there wants to buy maybe the mechanic or the economist a beer. <laughs> to even things up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, 
You realize when I was trying to get the website back going again, there was no episodes, nothing to look at, but there was the Bias a Beer page set up. It was, except our <laughs> PayPal links were all broken. Yeah. Thanks to who who pointed that out to us? I forget. Ah, uh, somebody. Yeah, we did. Have, actually, a listener came, did message and say our PayPal was broken. So yeah. it's pretty, uh, we're very lucky to have listeners give us some feedback because otherwise we wouldn't know what was going on <laughs> exactly we wouldn't not that we know what's going on at regular times but no. now my, I, my internet's so slow i'm looking up who told us that but it'll be <laughs> i'll interrupt the episode with it <laughs> naturally this is the only yeah, problem perfect. like at least when we're all in the same room we're interrupting in person now we can just look at our own computers and interrupt each other right exactly. yeah now no, I, I i have other useful tidbits today too you're cool. full of useful tidbits hey I, you know, I'm coast fi. I got time to do all this work. Right. Okay. <laughs> Hit us. Speaking of which, that's what we're going to be talking about is time. Got, 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 got no time. <laughs> How many songs have time in their title? Time's wow, on my have, side. You have to time, narrow it down. Anyway. Time, time. Okay. It's a lot. So stop interrupting me so I can finish. <laughs> so first of all, did you get the email that EQ lowered its rate? Yes. Right. Yes. 1.5%, right? Okay, now, first of all, I just want to bring this up that seriously, how much money do you have sitting in your EQ savings account? Let's call, let's say that you've got an emergency fund in there. Are you going to have more than $10,000? I hope not. I hope not too. Maple Money, thank you. Oh, is it? Oh, it's Tom. Thanks, Tom, yeah. for Maple thank Money. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate that. Okay, so I pulled up my little handy calculator on the computer here, and yeah. you've got, let's assume that you have $10,000 in your EQ savings account. Yeah. That's pretty reasonable right. emergency fund. That's three to six months for most people. Mm-hmm. So what does that work out to uh, the difference in a year in interest? Did you do the math already? Well, I'm doing it right now, but it's pretty easy math. Oh, we better do the math too. <laughs> you better check my math. <laughs> it's 20 bucks. Sounds right. It's 20 bucks. Less taxes. Less taxes. Less so, taxes. Yeah, there you go. My point is that, yes, it sucks that EQ dropped their rate by 0.2%, but don't lose any sleep about it. Like, Stop it's 20 bucks. Question. Exactly. <laughs> go and sell that juicer that's been in your cupboard for the last four years that juiced one carrot and make 45 bucks from it, and you've covered your 0.2% for the year. But then you won't get to move that juicer when you're looking for things and you'll have more time. Who would want that? Time. Well, this ties into the part of the show and I'm going to keep sort of bringing it up as we go into some different conversations because time is a factor here, right? And there was some discussion online this week about Simply Financial and mm-hmm. they have a, an existing client offer of 2.3%, which is Woo. pretty good. Yep. Yeah. And they have a new client offer of 2%. Right. There is a little bit of fine print there where the money needs to stay in the account until, uh, or sorry, you don't get paid your interest until April 2021. Right. right? But okay. Yeah. The point I'm making is if you're looking at a relatively small amount in your savings account and you start spending the time to read the fine print, shop around, set up the accounts, move the money, how much of your time is worth 20 bucks? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you in the same amount of time invested to go get that extra 20 bucks on your emergency fund, you could read a book, learn some skills and have a way higher ROI with that time. Well, you know, and I, I totally get it that at the beginning of your FI journey, it's all about optimization, right? 
and it's figuring out all these sure. little things. And that's where, again, I'm going to keep coming back to this time thing. You've got to put some time into it to learn and to read and to get educated and learn what all the deals in Canada are that you can, you can make the best decisions. But once you've got a trajectory going, I don't really know if it's worthwhile making these minor adjustments for a savings rate on something that's just an emergency fund that you're, it's just, it's there for an emergency, not, you're not really trying to make any money for it, right? It's essentially keeping up with inflation. Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, it's just something I, I was thinking about and I'm not going to bounce around. I'm going to stick at EQ and this isn't, I'm not shouting out to EQ for any other reason, but for my time to go and get the difference between 1.5 and 2%. Yeah. I, mean, I think Tangerine has a new client promo that won't, that will be over when this is at release. You know, <laughs> sure it will. <laughs> you know, some of the offers where if you sign up, you get like a $200 bonus or things like that. Okay, yeah. Then that's some cash. I can get right. behind that. Right. Yeah. Yes. I would agree with you. And didn't I, I did that article before our website crashed where my hourly rate on that was something like a hundred bucks or 88 bucks an hour or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I guess the bottom line of what I'm saying is if you consider the amount of time you're investing to do the research, make these changes and is it worth it for you in in a, a year long period? Let's put it that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think when interest rates are this low, I think these new account bonuses are much more efficient way to make money with your savings account. All right, moving right along. The other thing that I came across today, and this is thanks to my brother, he was looking at it. It's a new service that's available in Edmonton, Calgary, and Winnipeg, and it's called Neo. Have you guys heard of this one? Didn't we talk about this a while ago? It's not possible. Oh, okay. It's so new. It's so new. It's not possible we (laughs) talked about it. Maybe there's some other random three-letter word thing I was thinking of. There is, and we're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> but uh, this one, he, he uh, messaged me and just basically asked, have you heard of Neo?" So, you know, being the sucker I am for learning everything that's fintech in Canada and new and upcoming, off I went down my little rabbit hole because I've got lots of time during the day. <laughs> so Neo is basically uh, 100% online. It's a new fintech that is, it uses, and I had to look this up too, is you've, have you heard of um, Concentra Banking? No. Maybe. They're basically a wholesale bank that a lot of the credit unions use as their uh, their Schedule One bank right. in Canada. Gotcha. So Neo does have CIDC deposit insurance because it uses a Schedule One bank to do its sort of wholesale banking. Anyway, it's pretty typical. It looks like it's a full no fee, like everything's no fee. You get a Mastercard with it that's no fee as well. And the one the thing with this that I don't like is they it's one of these where they you know entice you with rewards uh when you spend at different merchants and i just feel this is a little bit negative in the sense that it, is, it encourages you to spend it's not just like a strictly so cash. it's a cash back app it's i you know i started digging and i couldn't really get exactly you know what i wanted i mean it says cash back but i couldn't find any percentages and things like that they just they, they throw out like up to 20 percent right so it's like, okay, well, that's pretty vague because maybe one merchant has one offer that right. you know, you get, is worth 18% or 20%, whatever. And you got to buy lunch out for 80 yeah. people or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm also, I'm going to come back to, since we're supposed to be talking about time on all this, like I get it that in the States, people can do some unreal credit card hacking and 
you can go down all these rabbit holes, but generally your ROI on all of this crap is really poor. These companies are still making big dollars off you, even with you using these apps, right? So the deal to you can't be that good. Okay. Yeah, no, but you're missing. Okay. I agree with you, but you're missing my whole point here is this is a full 100% service. They are offering 1.7% on the savings as well. So you're getting a bank account and a card and all the rewards that's all tied together in one account, purely mobile to an app on your phone. So So it's it's like like a cashback debit card. No, it's a MasterCard. Oh. Like you, you don't have to do any extra work. You open the account, everything's done for you. My, but that's going to be what the offer is right now. And then it'll be like EQ bank and it slowly gets eroded, eroded to the point where it's pointless. And then you got to switch everything again. And I just, <laughs> it's freaking exhausting for like a hundred dollars a year. I just don't care. Well, okay. Well, we, we can't even get it. We're not in Edmonton, Winnipeg or the other place. Calgary. Exactly. Calgary. I'm just saying it was a, it was a new thing. It's called Neo that I came across that if people are interested in those cities, they can look it up. Right. And, you know, a lot of these things, although I disagree with how they use your spending data, because that's, they're making some money on the back end of that, this, because of these new fintechs, you basically get your spending tracker built right into your bank account now. Not, not that you couldn't have done that with your bank account already, but this makes it a little more seamless on the phone for people that aren't that, uh, you know, the beginning, beginning of the journey that aren't quite dialed in yet. There's another thing to keep in mind with all of this cashback stuff and the tracking and all of the apps and whatever you're signing up for, you forget what you're selling, which is your data. Exactly. Yes, I agree. That's what the money's actually coming back for is people want your data. And then they're going to use your data to make you buy that thing on impulse that you it, never really wanted in the first place. Exactly. You have to move when you're looking for the flower. Yes. <laughs> That you're going to sell in two years for yeah. 10% of the cost. So right. you know what? You're out money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <you lose. laughs> if you figure it out over five years, you actually lost money because you bought crap you didn't need. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Yeah. And I think we've always said from the beginning that any kind of rewards program, whether it's travel, cash, or, or whatever, is you need to be a very disciplined spender to know, you know, to, to make purposeful and, and value-based decisions on what you're buying and spending, right? Right. Yeah. And the more data you give out, the harder it is to know what you're actually valuing because they're trying to trick you, right? Yeah. I think I must have pissed off Air Mouse because they don't send me the little flyers in the mail anymore. I don't think they do that anymore. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't think so either. I thought they got mad at me for all the chocolate I've harvested. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have one more. Uh, to throw in here. And this one I thought was pretty interesting. It came up, it was a post in the old Twitter machine from another blogger called Another Looney, who's getting lots of shout outs recently. So congrats. And actually does write some good stuff over his blog. So check it out if you haven't heard of him. Now it is called (laughs) Camel, Camel, Camel. Anybody? Something about cigarettes. I was going to say cigarettes. <laughs> it's definitely a weird name. Like you say that and you're like, yeah, I have no clue what it is. <laughs> but they have, they have the Camelizer. And what it is, it's an Amazon price tracking extension that you attach to your browser. And so I just signed up for it basically today to play around with a little bit. So I'll just give you my first impressions and kind of its overview. I won't go into a lot of detail on this. But mm-hmm. uh, first of all, we don't spend a ton of money on Amazon, but 
We definitely do, you know, because it's now it's just sort of part of price comparison shopping when you're looking for something. Yeah. And the other thing that a lot of people don't realize is that Amazon, the prices on Amazon fluctuate wildly. Right. They go up and down. You would never know it because you're logging in on, you know, September or October 20th to purchase an item. And you just think that item costs $99.99 that day. And that's what the price is. So you pay it. So what the Camelizer does or the Camel 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 app that you add to your browser is when you're in Amazon looking at the product, you click this little icon that's up in the top right. And it's really cool. It brings up this all-time chart of all the prices that item has ever sold for. Right. Okay. So depending on how long it's got sales history, you're going to have hopefully a couple years to be able to make a decision depending on how new the product is. So it shows you the highest and the lowest and of course what the current price is. Mm-hmm. And then it allows you to put a bid in. Oh, really? Yeah. So for example, for fun, I was looking at Bluetooth speakers today because the crappy ones that have a three-letter brand name that we bought, the batteries don't work anymore. So don't even get me into started into uh, designed obsolescence. But <laughs> I figured, well, this is a good opportunity to use it. So I had a couple of the brands I was looking at, you click on the camelizer and like, oh, well, this one's advertised at $89, but it's sold as low as 40 and it's been as expensive as 120 so I'm like, okay. Now the key to this is you have to be patient, obviously. So but right. you, you're not getting Amazon Prime on this. No, and you're not getting your item today. But because we're all like we're forensic shoppers, all of us in FI are forensic shoppers, right? We're looking around for <laughs> value add to our purchase. And I don't need a Bluetooth speaker today. It's a want or it's a want, not a need. You don't right? need a Bluetooth speaker tomorrow either. Exactly. I probably don't even need one at all, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) But it's awfully quiet on the boat. (laughs) So, but anyway, so you could put a bid in, say, for that item for 50 bucks. Yeah. Right. And then it'll just sit in the background. It'll scan Amazon for, for you and send you an email alert if the price drops to that, and then it has a nice click through to, to purchase that. So just another money saving little sort of hack out there. If you are an Amazon shopper. And then I assume they would get all the referral links. Like that would be how they're making money. Right. I would think so. I, there was no referral because they sent you an email, right. And then you no, yeah. no, yeah, 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 yeah. They email you, click on the link, and because you went through their link to get that to Amazon, sense, they yeah. would get the Amazon commission. That's a pretty awesome business model, if you're asking. That's me. a great yeah. business model. It takes guys who are smarter than us to design that program. I don't know. Yeah, well, Can we just most, set up garage, garage, garage? <laughs> yeah, you get the programmer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they're expensive and hard to deal with from all the TV shows I watch. <laughs> you know, a couple things. The one thing. So the Bluetooth speaker, if you didn't have camel, 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 you might forget about it and not spend that money ever. Fair. True. But I use, or we use Amazon for uh, salt. Salt. Salt, buying salt for a good deal usually. But, you know, the first time we bought it was 42, then it was 50, now it's 56. How much salt are you going through? That's a lot of salt. That's over three years. (laughs) This isn't really a (laughs) comparison shopping deal like for salt. No, but, but no, you're so, right. Yeah. So, so put what it on I'm there. saying is they might be increasing the price because of who we are. Cause we bought salt or it might just be this up and down that you're talking about. We've got unlucky the last three times comparatively, well, but for that, it would be great because we could plug in salt and when it's low, we'll buy it. Yeah. And I think there's lots of people that have 
recurring orders. I actually noticed because I was looking on Amazon. For, oh, recurring orders are the worst. Yeah, well, they give you a discount on recurring orders now. Well, the first time. Then, okay. Then they <laughs> f- you on the second time. <laughs> oh, the price went up a hundred percent. Oops. Whoopsie. Uh, I, I did it with dish soap once. Uh, <laughs> once was enough. All right. Well, that's enough free marketing for Amazon. But camel, camel, camel. Check it out. Uh, you know, you can always just delete it. There's no obligation to it. But uh, I thought it was kind of a cool way for those items, those wants that, you, you know, maybe it's Christmas presents. We're coming up to that time of year. Maybe you stick it on there for stuff that you got to buy for people or, or whatnot. Anyway, it's a money-saving hack. That may be as much use as you get out of this show. Uh, money-saving, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I know. I know you could definitely argue, let's say that, if you're, you, <laughs> the best savings is uh, abstinence, right? Yeah, yes. Exactly. All right. Well, all these things take time uh, that we've already discussed, and that's kind of what we're going to just finish off. Well, are we finished. Is show? this the like, longest we've ever taken to actually get to the show? <laughs> we finished with the main topic now. Well, at least we didn't try to come up with all like the different sections that we used to have, and I'd have to try and stupid audio bites to fit in there. We should get the uh, a couple of the audio bites back. Yeah. Probably. Well, like yeah, the fridge door. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Fridge door. I don't know if I want. Two Wiley Wolverines today. I already cracked my second. You guys didn't notice? <laughs> no, we didn't. Mine's in the fridge still, but it's getting close. So time is one of the things that I wanted to bring up because we had trouble scheduling recordings this summer because everyone was too busy. And too busy is one of the things that most people, that's like an affliction of North American society these days. And it's like people wear it as a badge of honor that they're so busy and they've got so much going on that that's like... A, a success or that means they're successful in some weird way. And I've been trying to slow down and take more control of my time. And it's the only non-renewable resource we have. And hopefully everybody out there has read your money or your life. Cause right. that's what we need to understand is that we're trading our life energy when we go to work and to, to earn a to money that we trade for other things, but it's all comes back to time. Doesn't it? That's an FI garage approved book. Of course it is. Yeah. That's a oh, great yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely it is. Well, I, I, I don't want you guys to think I'm bragging when I say I'm busy. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> think so either. But I mean, you, you, have, you have been busy. I totally agree that uh, for a lot of people, being busy is a, is a humble brag or, or Yeah, a badge of honor. Yeah. Or do you know the other one I feel like it is for some people is it's, it's the excuse for why they can't do it. Well, I'm just so busy. So... Mm-hmm. If I make myself really busy, then I have an excuse for not seeing my family, not doing all these other things that I want to do. Well, I'm just too busy. Or you're slightly scared to try. Yeah. Well, see, and I think the excuse is if you're too busy, that's you're making the excuse that you're not going to change your financial position because it it takes some effort and it takes some time. So you think some people are busy because they're in a poor financial position? Like the uh, less good, no <laughs> worse. <laughs> <laughs> Poorer was not a nice word to use there, but worse is what I was going for. No, I wasn't likening it specifically to the p- financial position people in, but I was saying it's difficult to make a transition or make changes from your existing condition, right? When, when something is in motion, it's harder to change the direction of that motion. Right. right. If you okay. have if you have time to read 
and to educate, to listen to podcasts or whatever it is that educates you on your financial situation, that's the first thing that you need to do is get some education on personal finance. But how do you do that if you don't set aside the time? And if you have a super busy life, what I'm saying is for a lot of people, that information is pretty dry. Like you don't go an hour of Netflix, an hour of reading about personal finance. Well, don't read. Listen to the FI Garage. Listen to the FI Garage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> but I mean, the whole time thing is just getting a handle on your life, right? It's priorities, but it's very easy to not actually take control of those priorities. Yeah, but so is finance, and why don't people do it? Because mm-hmm. it's big and scary, and they'd actually have to like feel some discomfort about it. Yeah. Well... Yeah, I guess the point that I want to make is to start off the journey. Like if you want to get on, if people are listening to this and they want to get on the journey to financial independence, like take out, you have to take action, but you also have to budget some time to take that action. Sure. You need to get, if you want to do something that you're not doing, you actually need to schedule it Mm -hmm. and, and set aside time and say, I'm doing this, this time every week or this time every day. This is when I'm devoting this time to. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you know what I think the number one way to get more time is? And I think a lot of people struggle with this, is learning to say no. Right. Anything you don't want to do. The amount of things that come across, and I was so guilty of this. Do you want to do this? Yes. Do you want to do that? Yes. Say yes to everything. And all of a sudden, your world is just a cluster bomb of I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like There is not enough time in the day. That is true. So you need to learn to say no to things. Because there's no way you're going to get everything done. Like, what's that famous Warren Buffett quote? He says, make a list of the 25 things in your life that you want to accomplish and cross out the bottom 20. Focus on the top five because the rest just ain't getting done. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Well, the other one, have you heard of Parkinson's Law? No. So this, he basically, this was uh, back in the day, he basically surmised that. Who's he? I'm going to guess his name was Parkinson. Yeah, it was Parkinson. I'm gonna, I wanted to say psychologist, but I don't know if he actually was a psychologist. Anyway, it'll be in the show notes. It will, yeah. <laughs> Anything, what I don't know and you challenge me, it'll be in the show notes. Yes, <laughs> because yes, that's yes. your job. Your yeah, job is to I, do I, the show notes. I know. Yeah. I, I shot myself in the foot. I do it a lot. <laughs> so anyway, back in the day, his law, which is now, it's quite well known, except for you guys. Um, (laughs) He says that the length of time to do a task, I'm going to mess this up now. The the time it takes to do do a task is the equivalent of the time that's allowed. Like if you've got 15 minutes to do something, you'll get it done in 15 minutes. But if you've got an hour to do it, you'll make it fill an hour. Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. And that's just it. They've actually likened that to from a financial angle too, saying that basically people that earn 40 grand and live a comfortable lifestyle, and then they start earning 60 grand, they'll spend that other 20 grand, just like the person will use an extra 10 minutes to do a job that you could have done in less time. Absolutely. So it's time inflation. Yeah, it totally <laughs> is. And have you, are you not guilty of this? Because I totally am. I uh, take, do we have fifth? Amendment plead, in Canada. Plead, 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 yeah, the fifth. plead the fifth. Let's not make this political. Yeah. No, but there's there's days when I'm at home and I've got you know I've got some things that I want to accomplish in the day. Yeah. And I get the get them accomplished, but it's like now three in the afternoon. But if my mom's showing up for a visit at noon, the house mm-hmm. gets cleaned. They're all done like in the morning. Like yeah. I didn't and time. I compressed time. No, it's true. 
So on the weekend, to, to a certain extent. Well, of course. Yeah. So on the weekend, I should have given the mechanic a timeline for when I needed all the work at my house done, and he would have been here earlier and finished it quicker. Turns out, and then you wouldn't have had to buy him dinner. Well, there. <laughs> all right. So strategy for next time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need more beer. Uh, okay. Well, I guess we better go see what's in the fridge. Yeah. Can't believe you guys are making me drink another Wolverine. Hey, they're delicious. You don't have to work tomorrow. I don't because I've got time on my side. All right, well, let's hear your time stories. How do you think time relates to FI? The journey or the destination or? A little bit of everything. It's like, what? Yeah. Is, is it, you know, part of it is the whole, I think for most of us, we want to achieve FI to take control of our time. And to have more of it, right? That's really, and to self-direct it. The way, yeah, with what you want to do. Yeah. I think no matter what, though, even if, like, again, this is where you have to have a plan of what you're going to do in FI, I feel like anybody who manages to get there is somebody that is a go-getter and goes out there and does stuff, and you still have to be mindful of it. Because just because you don't have a day job doesn't mean suddenly you fill up all your time and then all of a sudden you're in the same place where you feel stressed and you're super busy and you've got way too much to do. Right. And on the flip side of that, when you're working your way to FI, just because you have eight hours sucked from your day every day doesn't mean you can't find time to do the things you want to do. Absolutely. I guess more than anything, as with spending, you need to prioritize any limited resource. I mean, I guess that's the grand message, isn't it? That you yeah. have to prioritize, like you have the set limited resources and you need to prioritize how you want to spend those resources, both time and money. Yeah. Do you think the whole time calculation is different depending on your age? I mean, okay, dumb question, because of course, I don't mean mathematically. I meant from a psychological perspective. Well, time moves faster, doesn't it, than it used to? <laughs> well, <laughs> always depends how much of you, always does. depends how much of it that you have to choose what you're doing with it, though. Right, True. Right. Time usually feels that it moves the fastest when you're super busy and you know you're doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. The boredom does not move time along. No. no. That usually sets in when you're doing something you don't want to do. So if you're feeling like time is dragging, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing the wrong thing. I I don't know. I mean Yeah, but I mean, I guess from the perspective of, you know, when you're thirty it feels like you have a lot of time. At the older you get, it feels like you have less time. So it's more of a priority. Well, it's, that's it's, because you do. I know you do, but less. it's more of a priority, <laughs> right? That you actually think about more often. Well, it's more urgent. Yeah. You have more urgency, yeah. right? You're going to die soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys doing to get more time back into your life? This summer? Failing at that. <laughs> oh, I, hey, agreed. I was right you, there with you. You know, it's a great thing that anyone out there can do to get more time in their life. Rent. <laughs> That's You're not wrong. No. <laughs> you are not. My entire month of September was dealing with rental properties and moving and dealing with repairs. So I can confirm <laughs> would have had way more time in that month had I rented. Right. That's probably one of the things that, you know, we... We like real estate investing. 
But if you are your own property manager, you are trading a lot of your time to run that business. Well, there's a reason that generally you get way better returns. It's not passive. It takes more right. time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. When I say get more time rent, there are, um, I lost the word, but... Trade-offs? No, you get satisfaction from the home improvements you do around the house, right? Oh, for sure. So it's not wasted time. It's no. just that it is a time suck. It does take time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate doing stuff in the garden, but I don't love it either. It's time that I would rather be doing something else. Mm-hmm. You know. But when you install a window, you get a, a rewarding feeling having completed that it. That suits me better, right? Whether some people are yeah. going to love the time that they spend in, in, in the garden. And it's just, that's free right. to each their own. And there's going to be some people that would rather be out on their mountain bike, right? Yeah. It's always personal. Yes. But I mean, these are factors. And I, th- I don't think most of us slowed, like, ha- okay, I don't want to say have the time because that just doesn't make sense. But we don't consider these <laughs> things of how our time is spent and spent for us on the obligations that we have. Do you think the FI community worries more disproportionately more about money than time? Sometimes. Sometimes at the, I at think the beginning. For I sure. think at the beginning, yeah. But I mean, at the beginning, you kind of have to. Like you're getting all your ducks in a row. You're cutting spending. You're dialing it all back. You're getting your program settled. Right. And then as you figure the money side of it out, I think it gives you room to like, I know a lot of people that pay for convenience. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they know it's expensive, but it saves them a bunch of time. And at the end of the day, that's the limited resource. So they don't care that they have to like having a house cleaner. It's yeah. expensive. You could do it yourself. But if it's in exchange for you having to spend three hours a week cleaning the house and you pay someone to do it, haven't you just bought back time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll counter that though with once you're, say you're fully fire and you don't have any paid work to go to, you should be able to come up with enough time to manage household chores, shall we call them. Right. And there's efficiencies to find there, right? You can say, I don't want to do it. Totally fair. And if you fit it into your value proposition of your spending, that that's how it fits, then I get it. Maybe spending time with your kids is worth way more than the cost of a housekeeper. And and I, I have nothing, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Just saying is as long as it's a conscientious decision to make those. Yeah. So accountant, you were saying, you know, at the beginning you get all your ducks in the row with your financial situation, but then you enter the five doldrums, right? Exactly. So maybe during the first cure for the five doldrums is really dig down into how you're spending your time and make sure that you're spending it purposefully and optimize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Optimize it and make sure it's of value to you. Yeah. I like that. It's that same old thing. Like, okay, well here you can work 80 hours a week for the next 15 years and then you'll have all the money you ever need for the rest of your life. Well, part of me can argue would those 15 years where you live a terrible life, what happens if you drop dead on your day one of your 16? Right. Like there has to be that value proposition. And I'm not saying like, obviously delayed gratification is very important, but you also need to say, what is my time worth now? Mm -hmm. I think anyone out there can find a way to spend time that they enjoy that is not going to cost them a dime. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
yeah, we've, I mean, we've talked a lot about that in the past, going for riding your bike, going for a hike, going for a walk with your family or, or whatever it is. Reading, right? a, reading book a book from the library. Yeah. Now my experience with time, because I'm running sort of, well, a different program this year with Coast Fi and a lighter work schedule, is I don't have trouble filling my day. And sometimes I'm a victim of Parkinson's law well, and things take a lot longer than they need to take, but I don't feel any pressure to do those and I can take them at the pace I want to do them at. Case in point is the accountant shed that we worked on. <laughs> I'll be there when I'm ready to be there <laughs> and it take as long <laughs> as it takes. <laughs> hey, I appreciated all the help. <laughs> no, but it, did Parkinson say anything about the time being proportional to the beer in the cooler? Let's be fair. The number of beer in the cooler. We were pretty good. We waited till afternoon for sure, and we waited till basically we were done. <laughs> That's because you showed up at eleven fifty nine. That's not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. We also waited till most of the table saw work was done. Yeah, no power tools right. and beer. My, those are my rules. Not before lunch. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I've, it's been interesting to have basically become totally in control of your time. And well, are you though? Because I was going to ask when you said I find a way to fill my time or fill the time in the day. Do you find that or does it find you? Uh, no, I'm pretty good. Like the account said, I'm pretty good at saying no. And I definitely like to keep an open schedule. So when things come up, I can do something that, oh, you know, I had uh, a friend that called and said, hey, I've just bought a little travel trailer. I need some help with this and that. I'm like, sure. Yeah, I'm available tomorrow. Let's do it. You know, I like being to have that flexibility to do that. I don't want to build a schedule where that I'm, I've got the day planned out. You know, I definitely don't mind scheduling things, but I don't want to be like, okay, here's the whole week. It's all scheduled out, not (laughs) nine to five. It's like, I'm not in control of that time anymore. Yeah. 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 You know, so having control of your time, I think is a huge thing. And it's really, I think it, I think for some people, it will be the scariest part about achieving FI or, or fire is that all of a sudden they don't have a regimen with their time. And now this is totally different. And I respect it's totally different for people that already have children or kids, right? Because they basically create mm-hmm. your schedule for you. So, you know, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard for me to, I mean, I, I, I know how that goes because I chat with my sister who has two young twins, so I can relate to what's going on or I can sympathize, but I can't relate maybe. Yeah. that's good. Yeah. So it, you know, I'm talking from my own personal experience and it's just something that I've got. I like having my sort of, pseudo to-do list and then little notes of accomplishments and if they don't happen that day that's okay they can happen the next day unless they're time sensitive and right. and i think one of the things that it's been enjoyable about having a little bit of autonomy with your time is that you can explore things that you probably otherwise wouldn't and i think this boils down into investment opportunities and business opportunities you've got a little bit more time to read and do the research the things you probably never ever would have looked at you know, like when I had, when I was full time at work, you never have time to go through and dig into the depth of some of those things. Yeah, absolutely. So I was going to ask, do you have a plan since you don't schedule your day? Do you have a plan for your downtime? It's all downtime. No, uh, well, not really. (laughs) If it's not on your to-do list, I mean, if you're not doing something from your to-do list, you, it's basically time that you can fill however you want to. Yes. Right. Yes. So, you know, during the day, do you have like, is there a go-to thing you do? Research I mean, how business much opportunities? How like, many? How much Price is Right reruns are you watching? Yeah, 
And I'm, I'm talking proper Bob Barker Price is Right, <laughs> not Drew Carey Price is Right. There's never any TV before dinner time. I like that rule. That's no TV one. at all. Uh, we are totally lazy and eat dinner on the couch because there's only two of us and it's a lot of, a lot of times <laughs> homemade bowl food anyway, so it's convenient. But no, I don't do yeah. I definitely don't. I definitely get sucked into the computer because, mm-hmm. you know, usually in the morning it's doing some finance related stuff, checking things out, making sure everything's been paid, all of everything's organized. And there's usually like everybody, there's emails to answer and there's social media to get on and, you can get into a bit of a rabbit hole and I usually find that I've found some interesting things to read about. So that's can always fill up time during the day. And it's questionable whether that's my quote unquote downtime, like you mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Or if it's just sucking. Yeah. We, we know how many things he reads during the day. Cause my email inbox ends up with like 43 <laughs> new emails. Hey, have you heard of this? Hey, have you heard of this? Hey, have you heard of this? Well, I'm at work. So yeah. no, I have, <laughs> but I, or worse, the text machine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it is nice having the time to do the research and to read about those things. Because like I said, is there's a lot yeah. of interesting things out there, a lot of opportunities out there that many of us won't ever pick up because we literally don't have that time. By any Georgian hotels. Here's my new business idea is let's just get everybody else that they can just sign up for the mechanics text message things, <laughs> yeah. and you'll hear about all the new stuff because I don't have sure. to do any of the work myself. I have him. <laughs> you only have to buy us one round a week to yeah. get all the mechanics All texts. the mechanics text messages. <laughs> any new fintech, you'll hear about. <laughs> I like it. Thanks for the promotion, guys. Yeah. yeah. You know what's going to happen. We're going to hear about it on Explore FI Canada. We have this new... <laughs> Ah. <laughs> uh, that's funny hey when are you guys going to come on the show with chrissy and we'll do uh we'll do a reunion episode because we interviewed her the first and then we, we right. can call it a, a, a bonus dual episode yeah as long as there's wiley wolverine no oh no <laughs> speaking i prefer wiley weasel i wish they had gone with sneaky weasel and wiley weasel <laughs> they're the same you want wiley no they're different wiley one, weasel one's... and sneaky wolverine no I want both to be weasel. You got sneaky, you got wily. They do different things. Okay. You can tell it's time to wrap the show up. <laughs> Might be. You're, Might you're be. starting to use my time unproductively. <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm not worried about your time. I'm worried about our listeners. Yeah, exactly. We've used enough of our yeah. listeners' time. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it was just one of those things that I was thinking about the other day because it came up as a topic of conversation at home here. Because like, we couldn't schedule, and because we couldn't schedule a time recording to for the life of yeah, us. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's the the final question: is Are you too busy? Do you have enough time? And if you don't, why? And what's your plan when you get towards FI? And you know, like I said, I'm a fan of CoastFi because you don't have to be all the way there to start designing your life and the time in your life and live it the way you want to, right? I would yeah. love to work part time. Yeah, this is the funny thing is we can go back in the shows to earlier in 2020 <laughs> and it was all about Mr. Count being part time and you quit your job yeah. and all of a sudden you're like working more than ever. Yeah, I blew it. <laughs> yeah. I'm the first to admit that I blew it. Well, that's part of this show is keeping each other accountable. So, parting comments, parting shots. Cheers. Do you need a parting shot? I'd just like to thank Kevin again. Yeah, thank you, Kevin, for the uh, Wiley Wolverine. We're going to petition to get it called a Wiley Weasel. What? No, yes. Yeah, we can't really petition anyone because they don't have an address. But. Right. So <laughs> we're not going to have a strongly worded letter from The Economist, but uh, uh, yeah. You never know. We're enjoying some beers. <laughs> yep. Cheers. Thanks for the Wolverine. 
we will catch you next time on the following episode of the FI Garage, which we still haven't published overtime. Oh, we're this is getting released before overtime. Well, we're down into the, you know, I'm gonna have to get some editing done, but since I had a <laughs> I had an old age hand injury which prevented me from using my mouse, so <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, catch you next time. Okay. Cheers, guys. Farewell. <laughs>